Hello and welcome to the Oxfam podcast, the show where we share the latest learning from Oxfam and our partners for the NGO sector. I'm Amy Moran and I'm in Oxfam's policy and practice team. So this week sees World Water Week in Stockholm, one of the largest global water conferences and a key date on the calendar. We're really encouraged to see that the focus will be on including all, which will highlight the challenges of meeting SDG 6 and reaching that last mile. We know that without approaches to inclusion, such as appropriate investment, accountability, and representation of the most marginalized, current management of water and sanitation services are doomed to fail. Providing accessible, safe, sustainable water and sanitation services to everyone on the planet is one of the most critical development challenges we're facing. So this show is going to focus on an example from Kenya and the work that Oxfam and Diaspora AI are doing in the informal settlements of Nairobi. So we spoke to Irene Gay, a water sanitation and hygiene strategist from Oxfam in Kenya. She's going to describe how the project came about using smart sensors and tanks and how this can work in a range of settings and advance greater interaction between systems, technology and accountability, even in the most challenging of contexts. It shows how smart technology works to ensure a more consistent and continuous supply of water is provided and provides the evidence to hold services providers to account. Here's Irene. Our engagement with the diaspora um, AI, artificial intelligence, uh, started last year when uh, Oxfam Kenya had this uh, innovative idea about a water hackathon that would bring on board students from different universities in Kenya to come up with innovative ideas that can respond to water crisis in the informal settlements. This was as a result of um, one of our programs under the Women Economic Empowerment, which is called Wezesha Jami, which was looking at also ways that they can enable women to reduce burden, especially around some basic uh, needs. So water was one of those basic needs which had been uh, identified. So the Women Empowerment Team approached the WASH program to see how we can support them in developing a program, but in an innovative way that would respond to the needs of women in the informal settlements. That is why we approach uh, IBM. So um, IBM is known for artificial intelligence with um, uh, a research lab also in one of the universities in Kenya. And uh, of course, they're also known to incubate thinkings and ideas from different students across Africa. They have what they're calling Digital Nation Africa, program. It's one of the big programs that incubates ideas and is also a platform for innovation. So for Oxfam, we approach uh, both public and private universities to interest students who could sign up for this uh, water hackathon, and they did. So each group, we had about six groups of students, uh, which had almost between five to eight members. And uh, for each group, we gave them uh, a chance to visit Madare. Madare is one of the informal settlements in Kenya to see what are the challenges they could see and they could identify and uh, what kind of solutions they would want to come up with to respond to the challenges they saw when they visited Madare. So we had an array of solutions. So each student, each group was supposed to come up with a problem, that they'd identified the possible solution. And then we had this series of presentations where we had a technical team of mentors, which had Oxfam, 
the county government of Nairobi from uh, uh, water department from um, Department of Water and Natural Resources, and also somebody to sit in from Nairobi Water Company, who is the main service provider, including in Madare as uh, the water service provider. Water Department identified some of the promising students, and now they're attached now to the department in terms of opportunity for internship, as we had agreed. So for the winning team, they came up with um, a model which was uh, looking at having water sensors put in water tanks to monitor the flow so that when uh, the water kiosks in the informal settlements, now that is the distribution network, when they fall or when they run low, they are able to alert the water company so that the water company is able to refill those tanks. So in essence, they are looking at ways to ensure that when the tanks are always filled, then of course women who collect water from those points are able to access water not far from their dwelling places and also not at exorbitant prices because the challenge the women were going through was that when their tanks run dry where they collect water from the water kiosk they would have to walk for quite a distance looking for water in other kiosks which is maybe far from their localities or they would have to um, pay extra for water vendors who would be getting this water from somewhere else. That is why the idea for what you're calling uh, SMAGI, which um, Diaspora AI had apparently also been working with one of the lead students who was part of this hackathon on. So that is how SMAGI uh, and us crossed paths. So when we incubated this idea with the students, of course, Diaspora AI was in the background also helping them to you know uh, make the innovation to just tweak it make it better and also to ensure that it responds to the needs on the ground so SMAG in essence would allow anyone with a tank to monitor or track usage and get notified before water runs out so they have this dashboard system that would also basically uh, show the performance of the different uh, kiosks and uh, to see what kind of alerts have been going out so it would uh, monitor the daily water supply and consumption, also the wall, uh, the low water level alerts. And um, of course, you're looking at ensuring that uh, whatever feedback we get from the system is able to be acted upon by the Nairobi County Water, Nairobi Water Company, which is uh, the service provider. So what we've done so far, uh, when this innovation sailed through, we decided to pilot it in Madare to see how it performs and how, of course, it um, interfaces with issues around performance to ensure that water is available for people in the informal settlements, but especially women do not suffer in the course of water collection in informal settlements where they are also exposed to other risks, including uh, sexual harassment, particularly when they're accessing them, when they're trying to access water. So the pilot in Madare looked at um, six kiosks where we had the installation. The SMAG is just a device kit which uh, is installed in the tank. So what we'd intended for, for this was to have Nairobi Water Company, seeing that basically this is going to increase their efficiency in terms of performance and response, 
in water management in the informal settlements, but also to be more accountable to the kind of refill trips they make because most of the times uh, those uh, water service providers, the drivers would say that they'd filled a certain kiosk, but when you follow up, you'd realize that that kiosk had not even seen that driver for like days. So it would also introduce a sense of accountability also with the assets that the company has and also with their network of water supply that they have. Then uh, besides that, we also were envisaging that you're going to have impact at the level of the local community, especially with women uh, getting more benefits by ensuring that there's always continued supply of water. So where we are, we've installed the devices, we've started tracking the data. The interesting bit about uh, what we are doing currently is that what we have is actually being used in the context of informal settlement and not just in private space. The other um, stone, the other bird that uh, we are looking at, uh, the Kenya water sector has been going through reforms. And uh, of course, one of the uh, areas of concern has been how to ensure that proper areas like informal settlements would get services in, in, in uh, efficient ways, in uh, reliable ways, but also cost effective. So one of the challenges are the water service providers have been having in the informal settlements have been around vandalism, but also from the point of the informal settlement residents, they've been saying that they've been having non-responsive services from their main water service provider like Nairobi Water. So we looked at this like there is a communication issue, but also there is a performance issue here from Nairobi Water Company. So how do you ensure that Nairobi Water Company's capacity is also uh, boosted, you know, like what you're talking about, uh, strengthening capacities of service providers to be more responsive, but also to provide efficient services. So Water Services Regulatory Board has what they're calling key performance indicators. One of the key performance indicators includes um, uh, what you're calling a downtime of systems. So downtime for, for informal settlements has been quite tricky to measure because somebody would say, oh, we've been supplying that kiosk, or they would be saying, oh, uh, we don't know why that system is not working there. So we wanted to come up with uh, an evidence-based system that in residents in informal settlements could also use to hold accountable the service providers by having real data. So just having that evidence-based uh, information that they can use to hold the county uh, water service uh, company accountable and even use the same event to lodge complaints with the um, Water Service Regulatory Board who have a broader system which is called Magidata. So Magidata is an online system that consumers can use to uh, lodge complaints around uh, service delivery. And in most cases, you are required to also indicate, you know, by use of evidence, just so that nobody is... Um, uh, is reprimanded, yet there is no evidence. So this evidence generation bit is what we figured that for the kiosk, they'll be having something in the form of data generated from this SMAGI 
to showcase that yes we've not been getting this service and this is the in the data that we have showcasing that these people have not been responsive to us they've not even been refilling these tanks so our right to access to water is also being uh, violated so in the context of um, programs around governance and accountability this was supposed to feed into that conversation by providing um data for evidence which has always been a challenge particularly for players who are working in the informal settlement then uh, on the other hand we've been having these conversations around um women and water and uh, of course the challenges revolving the uh, burden that women have especially looking at the informal settlements in terms of ensuring they they get access to that water but also uh, looking at the economic status how do they ensure that they get water at affordable prices so we looked at this from the point from the point of the program i was mentioning the wazesha jami to enable systems that can be responsive to the needs of women so enabling system would uh, mean that the kiosk has water and by extension women can be able to access that and when the kiosk has water it means that these are the cartels that um, uh, i would say water vendors who've been hawking water at exorbitant prices almost double the cost of water at a kiosk would also have been dealt with so those are the kind of things you are looking at but where we had a tank that is functioning and uh, they they rest, they act on the alerts because we've also been tracking this then you find that the women there have actually been uh, giving feedback that at least now they they have regular water access in cases where the tank would have water maybe three times a week now they can see it has increased to five times a week or maybe they're able to get information from the nairobi water company early in advance that that tank uh this uh, is uh, you know is will be refilled maybe in two days time so they're able to plan better even in terms of their water storage and also consumption. Uh, we've realized that uh, local CSOs are also very key because CSOs have access to platforms that ordinary residents might not have the time to go to. Like when you're talking about budget uh, forums, you find at times uh, the ordinary citizens, because of apathy, they just decide they're not going to go. They feel they won't make a difference. So they'll abstain from such forums. But CSOs, because of their interest, they'll be in such spaces where budgets are being discussed, where service or performance is being discussed. If you're talking about escalating issues with media, it's the local CSOs that you'd find are really at the forefront. They're even able to engage with this kind of media people. So for scale-up, we are seeing that if we can prove that this works for Nairobi Water Company, then it will start with Nairobi Water Company itself to scale this up in the other informal settlement areas where they're having their water kiosks installed in such places. Then to use Nairobi Water Company as a showcase to have the other water service providers across Kenya who are working in the urban space and also have water kiosks to utilize such a system in terms of improving efficiency in their service provision. So that was supposed to deal with the issue around efficiency in terms of ensuring water access in kiosks as distribution uh, points. For the Tana River, we are looking at improving efficiency also in delivery of water by water tracking track, water, water tracks, that is. So in our case, 
we are asked on a river, we did the pilot, want to have evidence around how much is lost, even in terms of water tracking, what kind of investments go there, and try to influence for more resilient systems. For the urban, that device would work in that the, the counties would be able to track where their trucks are at what time and where they've done their deliveries. So the dynamic for urban and the humanitarian space might be a, dif a, a bit different, but they're going to serve the ultimate purpose of ensuring there's greater accountability when water is being delivered by a truck. That is what we are doing with the um, Vodafone piece. Thank you to Irene for making the time to speak to us and giving an insightful example of some of the work we're doing uh, in partnership with Diaspora AI IBM. We'll keep you posted on how this project develops over the next six months. If you'd like to know more about Oxfam's work in these areas, head over to our website, Policy and Practice, for the latest blogs, resources, and other podcasts. And remember, you can always subscribe to this podcast on your usual podcast provider. Thank you.